Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. Digesting a violent and deadly crime wave and what to do. We're scared to be, you know, even in groups of people now, among our family, on our porch. And I don't want the community to be alarmed. It's not the regular citizen. They're not just randomly shooting at people. Absent of the fact we go back to the Wild Wild West and people roll into town, they have to turn their guns in with it. No one has them. Um, I think there are a lot of people in the community who feel like they need to have them in order to protect themselves. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. A recent wave of violent street crime has Buffalo and, frankly, many other metro areas nationwide on edge. And it's the brazen aspect of these crimes that is particularly alarming. Repeated shootings at the same address, shootings in homes, children, women... Yeah, well, well, let me be clear on something uh, for a minute. Pastor James Giles of Buffalo Peacemakers with Susan Rose and Brian Mazurowski talking about the violent outbreak and what to do. They're not randomly shooting in people's homes. So I don't, I don't want the community to be alarmed at the fact that a couple of people have got shot and you've had bullets coming through people's house. It's not a random thing that they're shooting in people's homes. Generally, the individual that occupied the house has some way, form, or fashion, some connection with the individual that that's uh, uh, making them a target. Now, however, the problem that we're having is it may not even be the individual that they're looking for, uh, but they're unloading these bullets, you know, like the like the uh, 12-year-old that was shot over on Herlock, you know. So, you know, and that's what makes it scary. So it's not, you know, it's not the your regular citizen. I don't want the community to be alarmed. It's not the regular citizen. They're not just randomly shooting in people's house. It's about people that are involved in activities and uh, that are conflictual and in nature and 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 whatever the, uh, their lifestyle is. I'm not certain, uh, but but it's more like that. Those those shootings that's coming in the house, and, and you know, it's a difference between a targeted shoot shooting and then a stray bullet that may land in someone's house. So yeah, but it's all. Uh, Concerning to to us, you know, the taking of a life and this this back and forth shooting that uh, that's happening in our community. Pastor, the city's strike force unit that was disbanded five months ago, should the city bring it back? So you know, I, I've been wavering on that in uh, my, myself. It, so the, and the community, you know, we're like uh, like the mayor had announced. You know, the community itself. Uh, is telling us, and, you know, and, you know, I'm talking about barbershop conversation as well as conversation in restaurants, conversation in on the street, that uh, maybe, yeah, maybe we need to uh, bring the strike force back because, unfortunately, we see there may be a correlation between the absence as soon as the strike force shut down, this new element has come in. And so, and I, and I look at this, you know, just for my community because the, the, there was – part of a huge conversation for the community to push against the strike force because of method, the methodologies that they were employing, you know, to arrest. But the truth of the matter is the record is 
man, they picked up a lot of guns, you know, off the streets. Uh, they took took a lot of guns out of houses, took a lot of guns off individuals walking street that were in possession. And so when I, I look at that, just like after 9-11, you know, when they instituted all this, this safeguards in buildings, the safeguards at the airport, safeguards at the state building, you know, nobody really complained about that, right? Why? Because they were more concerned with their safety than have to go through the changes of being searched and changes, of, you know, you know, or the frustrations of being searched or frustration of waiting patiently. I look at this similar to that. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, how much, what, what do we want to be done uh, by law enforcement to kind of help counter this? You know, everybody want to point their finger at law enforcement and then turn around and tie their hands when they try to institute measures, right, to do something. So, so uh, my community really have to get together. I mean, this stuff is, uh, this stuff is serious. You know, anytime we have to be burying and attending funerals for, t- for children, you know, whatever is going to work. Uh, it's what how we need to be looking at this. Um, it's alarming the number of incidents where people have been um, shot or killed in their in their homes, on their porches, uh, close to home, and many times you really don't know if they're targeted or they're innocent bystanders. Buffalo Common Councilman David Rivera, a former Buffalo police officer and on the Council Police Oversight Committee, talking on WBEN. If it's a revenge, long-standing disputes, you really don't know, and you think your home is a safe haven. I mean, you sit on your porch, you're in your yard, and it's a place you go home to relax and unwind, and you feel safe, and when things like this happen so close to home, it's very personal, and it's alarming to the people that live in those neighborhoods. David, what do we have to do here? The mayor's been in the neighborhoods. The police are in neighborhoods. Is community policing working? Well, community policing is only one aspect of uh, fighting crime. I'm certainly... Um, uh, prevention, patrolling, intelligence, going after gang members, being proactive, um, working with neighborhood folks, uh, black club leaders, anyone that's willing to come forward with information, um, collaboration between multiple agencies, and just gathering intelligence on, on gangs and leaders of gangs. There's so much that goes into this Um Sometimes it's not that simple, and certainly community involvement and engagement is very, very crucial, especially in terms of witnessing uh, many of the incidents that have occurred and coming forward with any information, no matter how small you think it may be, uh, whether it's a car passing through, suspicious people, uh, people circling the block, uh, because sometimes they, they go around before they actually commit crime they just uh, survey the neighborhood before they act out so people uh, just if they see somebody walking down the middle of the street take a good description i mean just take a minute and say hey walking down the middle street dressed in um height weight uh, description of clothing and that, that may be important to the investigation so it doesn't matter how small it is it's important that you note that information down and provide that information to the police department We've been told again and again over the past month or so that the number of shootings, the number of homicides is uh, pretty much steady, that uh, even despite what seems like a spike in crime, we're on par with previous years. But looking at some of the shootings, whether it's uh, somebody returning to the same home that we saw on Grape Street, 
shooting out uh, in the open, um, at homes, uh, into groups of people. Does it seem that some of these crimes are more brazen than ever? Absolutely. That's the alarming part of it. Uh, it, it during the daylight, uh, shooting into groups of people, not, I mean, you, you just try to, you try to understand you, when you're shooting into a group of people, um, it's not like you have a target. And, you know, this is the person we're going after. When you shoot indiscriminately into groups of people where you have elderly and children and people, innocent bystanders, um, it's alarming. And people are now saying, hey, we're scared to be, you know, even in groups of people now among our family on our porch. Uh, that's the, the alarming part of it that people are concerned about. And unfortunately, we're seeing that right now played out in different parts of the city, particularly the east side. Uh, and it's it's something that the police department is going to ha- they're going to have to get their they're really going to have to devise a strategy and a plan how to deal with this and I'm sure the police commissioner and his administrative staff are are working on it uh, a plan how to deal with this um, including community policing including uh, being proactive and including intelligence and gathering information all the things that they need to do to not only we, – we have to solve these crimes to begin with. I mean, that is something I think we need to do and find these people that are committing these crimes and put them behind bars before other people become victims. So it is very important. Time is very uh, – time is so crucial right now. We need to gather whatever information we can to put these people behind bars so – uh, we limit the number of incidents of shootings uh, like the ones we have seen. Assemblywoman Crystal Peoples-Stokes is concerned about the crime uptick, and while she doesn't have the answers, she is pleased with the direction the BPD is taking. It's very rare that homicides are solved well, in Buffalo, any, anywhere in the nation, to be honest. If you think back to um, when Tupac Shakur was killed. It was around a ton of people. Same thing with Biggie. Nobody ever found out anything. There was no. There probably were investigations, but nobody was ever arrested. Nobody was ever charged. Nobody was ever sentenced. So, I think culturally that the gap has been getting wider and wider and wider ever since then. I do like the method that um, the current police commissioner in Buffalo is taking to go back into the community and do the kind of door-to-door developing relationships with communities that has not happened in, in many years. So I think that that's something that could restore it. But fact of the matter is, is people who are engaged in gang violence, they do not tell what they saw. Now, how quick do you think we can see, I guess, a, a return on, or maybe not a return, but like a lower number of crime happening? Because it wasn't until recently that Buffalo Police started doing the community policing uh, initiative. Over the weekend, we had a lot of shootings, including just this Monday morning when a 12-year-old boy was shot. At what point do you think well, it'll... at some point, there were... The police were able to do um, checkpoints where you could just roll into a neighborhood where neighbors had complained about um, drugs and guns in their communities and just stop. And the police would be able to find a lot of guns and get them off of people. Um, you can't do that anymore because, as you know, they're, they're right now in court being sued on that whole issue. So I think, um, absent of the fact we go back to the Wild Wild West and people roll into town, they have to turn their guns in where no one has them. Um, 
I think there are a lot of people in the community who feel like they need to have them in order to protect themselves. And so it, that part of it is getting worse. And hopefully the community policing piece of it will begin to see that diminish. That's the prayer that I have. Of course, we'll keep following it, and we're back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 